Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord for a virtual ep and an early ep, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Just took myself off mute. What up, Chris? <laughs> hey, buddy. What up, everybody listening? Uh, yeah, we got a little bit of an early episode. Yeah, you know, all manga episode today. Uh, also joining us on this all manga early sode, it is our producer, Edgelord, Big News Brian. Big News. What's up, nerds? Hey, buddy. Oh, my goodness. I am so glad to be here on a Monday. Uh, you know, the perfect way to cap off uh, the top of the week. We had actually an early issue of Jump, so this actually kind of works out for us. Uh, we'll, we'll get our thoughts out good and early and, uh, either Wednesday or Thursday, whenever we'll come out with the AMCOM episode, the American comic episode, uh, separately, but, uh, we had to do it this way this week. So two episodes of new jump city this week. Lucky you guys, uh, without further ado, let's get into the plugs for the week. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And um, y'all can holler at me on Twitter at NY Chilling. Oh. Put an EN at the end. Oh, yeah. Brian? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. If you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming on Twitch, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, my God. Follow us, uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, I uh, didn't do it this week because this was a very impromptu decision. But, you know, usually we do it. <laughs> so uh, hop on, cast your vote, and we usually share the results on the corresponding episode. So, yeah, get on that. And uh, if you want to email us about any comments, suggestions, anything you want to talk to us about, uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Also, uh, you can comment on whatever video you're watching, whether it's our full episode that we upload to YouTube every week or the tiny little uh, you know breakout videos that we do. Uh, that would be very cool. And while you're at it, why not subscribe? Why not do that? Subscribe, like the video, share them, tell your friends about us. Uh, or if you prefer audio podcasts, hey, we have way more episodes available on audio than we do on video. So check us out on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on there. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That would really help us with the algorithm. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Let's get this party started. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, it is time to get into our manga for the week. America, fuck yeah! My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, chapter 326. Uh, hold on, I'm pulling it up now. Uh, 326. Uh, who are you really? Um, last we left off, uh, Deku was just being reaccepted into society thanks to his classmates in Class 1A. Uh, and now, uh, the last we let the last panel we left off on, All Might was looking sad, and just walking away. So we don't know what the hell his whole deal is. Uh, and we find out pretty much immediately uh, what he's up to now. Uh, All Might apparently rode off on best in best genius car to uh, f- check in on those hero hating groups that refuse to join the the shelter. 
because uh, you know that's all he can do now. I guess uh, he's just trying to find ways to be useful. Yeah, drive around and communicate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, one one hell of a communicator now. Yeah, he's like uh, Wade now from Kim Possible. I guess that's all he can Damn. do is communicate. Damn. Uh, oh, is that too harsh on All Might? <laughs> I mean, I guess everybody else could tell, could say it. Damn. Oh, whatever. I think that's a pretty low bar. Uh, Wade was but, cool. But you know, he's like, he, 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 he man's acting right now. Right. Oh, who didn't like uh, Wade? Wade was cool. Yeah, he was, he was all right. He was cool. He was the tech guy. But anyway, he pulls up where uh, the battle uh, ensued with Class 1A and Deku. Uh, he finds Deku's broken jaw thing uh, on the ground, looking down at its Sayid. Uh, and he picks it up. He looks over at the statue where uh, where somebody me- very meanly hung an I am not here sign uh, around uh, the All Might statue's neck. Uh, and he remarks that, you know, he's just like angrily talking to himself. He's like, you couldn't do anything for your disciple when he was hurting. You cannot. You, and uh, at this point, you're only getting in the way, All Might. And guess who shows up in that moment? To uh, to regale him about his the blasphemy of against the great hero, it's Hero Killer Stay. So this is where he popped up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, this, this is. Yeah, so he's like, "Take it back, you witless fool." Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he uh, Stain asks him to explain himself. And uh, he's like, I'm All Might. This is how I look like now. And he's like, wrong. You're not All Might. And All Might's like, oh, yeah, well, let me show you. He turns it to his buff form for a minute, and it quickly deflates. Uh, so he's just like, there, you're going to kill me or what? And he says, no, you're not All Might. You know, it's a very dialogue-heavy chapter. Uh, you know, so he's basically like, uh, he, he asked De- uh, All Might is like, who are you to you dare to call, falsely claim the mantle of a hero? Who are you really? And uh, All Might talks about, you know, how he wanted to make a better place back in the day. He was powerless, but, you know, he always tried to make it better. But And he did that for a while, but now his time is over. Uh, he doesn't really have anything to do. And not only that, he left his world in ruins, basically. Uh, he's pretty bummed out about that. And on top of that, he couldn't really help his disciple out at all. And um, that's when Stain just lunges at him and, like, grabs him and, I guess, like, hides him behind this icicle thing that the, like, ice cube, giant ice cube thing that they were hiding behind as one soul woman approaches the All Might statue. And I don't know what she uses. Like, I know this is her quirk. It looks like snow, like a little snowman thing where she boosts herself up somehow. It's interesting. I didn't notice this on my. Looks like it's feet. attached to her feet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like, can she make like yeah. snow or something? I don't know what that is. I don't think it really matters. She's a no. It doesn't matter. Civilian. I was just, yeah, I was just. Wondering. I don't know, man. She might come back. Oh, remember, I mean, remember the anthropomorphic chick? I mean, this is a really deep pull because, like, uh, Stain starts to explain that every day she purges blasphemy from erected by hero detractors. She likely travels from a, yeah. She likely travels from a nearby shelter and causes no small inconvenience to those in charge. And almost like, why is she doing this? Why would she risk her life? And it turns out that this woman was the last person All Might saved. And man, 
I remember this panel actually. <laughs> this is in like volume eleven of My Hero Academia when my when uh, All Might was fighting against All for One. Uh, yeah. And yeah, this woman was just underneath all the rubble, and All Might was just about to blast her because he's petty. And All Might did the thing where he like blast like protected her with his fist. It was a pretty yeah. cool moment. And um, Stain gives him a pretty big pep talk, basically. Uh, he's like, you may, the man we all knew was All Might could not live his life any other way than to help people, no matter whether he was powerless or not. And uh, the end, this is the end result, you say? But, you know, things are looking up now. The, the flickering ember he left behind is nurtured by the select few who succumb neither to chilling rain nor howling wind. Uh, so yeah, it's more about like, yeah, I mean, you didn't save the world like you thought you would, but you've encouraged others to kind of take up your mantle and kind of come together Mm. for a greater cause. Um, so he basically says a a hero can only claim that title as long as his soul burns fiercely in service of others. However, say a God has fallen prostrate upon the earth and his divine soul has turned feeble and mortal. So... Yeah, he's, uh, and All Might's like, wait, this whole time you've been, you've known that it was me the whole time and you're acting like dumb? He's like, no, I don't presume to know you, but if you are a true hero, make use of this information from my time in Tartarus. And he like, yeah. he does a cool like assassin knife thing to the ground with a piece of paper on it. And then he tells All Might to come for the life of Stain, the man who murdered 40 heroes, all for the sake of fixing this society. And that's, he did kill a bunch of heroes. He ain't killing Genium though, but no, it was he close. Was, it was pretty close to having forty-one. He did paralyze Genium though. Oh, nice. So, well, not for Genium. Not for Genium. Not great time for him. But it was pretty nice for for Sting. Yeah, he still, he still took him out of commission. Yeah, job well done. Well, that's where the chapter ends. Uh, I thought this chapter was pretty outstanding. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um. Pretty outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I I yeah. really dug it. Um, yeah, I agree. This is a pretty good chapter. I liked it. Oh, you not so you're not going to say outstanding, Brian? Oh, or do you I like feel it. exactly the same? <laughs> um, I like. Do you think I you like, like the Morning Christian? Probably. I liked it a lot. It's not my mm. RGC. I will say that, but it was like kind of a oh. swift. It was a very swift battle. Between two series, um, but man, I yeah no, I thought this um this was a really cool moment for All Might. I guess I I think like um this is just to re like I think like all, going forward, All Might's gonna be kind of more of a Yoda type character. You know, he's gonna be like kind of a spiritual guide in the sense that you can be with One for All, as opposed to you know this is how you fight with One for All. He's gonna be like this is right, you know. The path I think type shit. I think this chapter is super interesting because it, I think it's starting to kind of confirm what I thought was was happening between All Might and Deku. And I feel like what they've done is that they kind of switched places, you yeah. know, like uh, Deku spent his whole life trying to figure out how to be a hero without a quirk. And now he has to figure out how to be a hero with a quirk. And now All Might spent his whole time being the greatest hero of all time, learning how to be a hero with a quirk. And now he has to figure out what it means to be a hero without one. So it's like a good, like flip side thing. And, um, 
it's interesting. I really love that stain that comes to this to 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 all might to talk to him about this, and in the end, he even tells him to come after his ass, which is like what he would expect from all might to do. Um, well, so he did I think say early on. Cool. He he did say early on he would only allow all might to kill him. So, mm. um, I yeah. wonder if this is if they're gonna have an all might arc. I doubt it. Uh, I think like he's not going to be like pushed to the side, but I think this is just kind of to bolster the resolve of All Might. And I'm glad this was like kind of a little standalone chapter. I think the woman that he saved from a long time ago was a nice touch, uh, because All Might's yeah. kind of wondering what was all all for. Like, yeah, he was the greatest hero, but it all ended up like this anyway. You know, like it didn't matter what he did; the world still went to shit. But, you know, Stain was like, well, you did not affect the world. There's this one woman here who, like, is representative of the millions you've actually saved. Yeah, so, representative. And, and to be fair, it's really kind of one guy that really ruined everything, <laughs> if we're being honest, you know? Yeah. He planted all the seeds. Yeah. So, I, it's also you know, like... It criminals around, but not, like, on some crackhead shit, like, awful yeah. one. And poison the mind of Shigaraki. Yeah, and I think it's a more of a confirmation of the overall thing is that it's not supposed to be one guy anyway. Uh, it's supposed to be, like, on everyone. It's supposed to be, like, a big uh, contributing society, you know? Mm. So, you know, All Might was, like, a good thing for a time, but his thing is not sustainable, is to always rely on this one person who's just always going to be there, even throughout, like, the one-for-all cycle. And I think that's the significance of the one for all ending with Deku, probably. You know, it's, it's supposed see. to be a big revolutionary change in how things are done now. This is the first time that a user is, um, oh, finally my iPad has turned on. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. You said this is the first time. Uh, a user of one for all was something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's had access to everybody else's quirk, right? So I guess that is yeah. symbolic for you know everyone working together to achieve this goal. I like it. I did have a random ass thought though. If everyone's kind of finished with their thoughts on the chapter, yeah, I'm good. Um, could Eerie bring back All Might's powers for a little while? Not forever, but maybe for know. a little bit. In theory, yeah, because she like reverses your state of being. So yeah, but it's it's not just his his health. Well, actually, it it, it was his health before that held him back from from maintaining the All Might form. But it's also the spirit that's dwindling in him as well. So yeah, no, I think like one for all is too different because Monoma can't copy it. I think so. No, there's like you know, one for all is like a right. special power. You beyond. couldn't copy that shit. He was. Yeah, I hey. think. I think one for all and all for one are two abilities that kind of transcend time. Yeah, but I think Aerie could, in theory, just like repair All Might's stomach, so he wouldn't have to have dysentery for the rest of his life. Right, right, because he could even when it was dwindling, he could still be in All Might form. What was holding him back was his health. Yeah. Yeah, his ruptured stomach where he... I don't think he even has one, like he mentioned, is just... Yeah, this is he the problem with the character. 
I uh, I think I read like in the first volume. It, it's just torso, and then. Well, he has a torso, but it's like I don't know what I don't know how that would work. Uh, but all my uh, one for all for one fucked his stomach up so badly that like he can't he can't live <laughs> he can't do, he can't like use his powers more than three hours a day at the start of the series, and then it gradually got less and less as Deku took the more and more power. The transfer of one for all is uh, kind of like slow and like gradual. Yeah. Okay, I understand the, completely now. This is the problem with a character like Aerie, though. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't introduce you don't a power play. that fucking strong and well, and bring up these kind of things. Because, theoretically, <laughs> she could bring back Aizawa's fucking leg and eye. Sure. She could bring back All Might to, to full form. Yeah, but he, right. she, she would bring back All Might without a quirk. You know, like it would Yeah, but still that's and at also least he's not gangster. dying anymore. And here's the I'm nerf. I'm sure he would prefer not to die soon. Yeah, well here's the nerf factor is she could kill you. It's, you know, like I don't think they're gonna like make her so she could just use her power like that. You think she could bring somebody back to life? No. I agree, Chris. But the problem is there's no precedent for that to not be the case. And that's not my fault. It's not Brian's fault. It's not your fault. Anybody else reading it that comes to those conclusions, that's the creator's fault for introducing a weirdo fucking character for its, what, second major arc or whatever? Well, I would think this is obviously going to be significant to Ares' power, but I think, like, there's, like, uh, this is a big problem. Yeah, no, that's precedent for that. She hasn't, like, on-screen killed anybody, but... Well, we we know what she, what serve what um but she know, what know she what serves like the purpose she serves in the story. Yeah. It's just it's it's just such a powerful ability that it's, sure. it's hard to believe that they won't use it for. Oh yeah, no, they're definitely going to use it, but it's probably going to be always nerfed to a degree because she is a little girl, she can't control it, and who knows? Who knows how they're going to use it? I I don't think they're going to really use it. Till the very end, I don't think that like it's going to be a factor yeah. until like the close to the end of the series. She's the Quirk Singularity poster child. Yes, <laughs> I think that's the her whole thing is that her power is just another evolution of how strong Quirks can be. Because she's the next next generation, you know. Um, but yeah, I I really like this chapter. I thought it was a good character building thing for All Might. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Like, uh, I, you know me. Uh, like, if this felt like very One Piece s kind of sorta with that one woman coming in and be like, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah, Horikoshi and Oda are really good at not forgetting about like yeah. small details like that. Yeah, I don't know, but that's all my thoughts. Uh, are you guys? Uh, are you guys good to move on? Yeah, that's a do it. Jujutsu Kaisen. Ooh. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 159, Judgment. Uh, we open up with a statistic that is alarming. In Japan, 99.9% of criminal trials, trials end in a guilty verdict. Brian, I need to know if that's true. <laughs> Can you Google that for me? Let's find out. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead and look it up, Brian. Might as well. Okay, so this series, this chapter is literally focused on Higurama 
one of the culling game players that was introduced in the last chapter. Uh, the one we were like, he's going to judge us to death. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had jokes. Yeah. And okay, man- okay, okay. I just Googled and, uh, it. Um, 99, uh, Japan doesn't have a 99% uh, guilty verdict. It exceeds 99.9%. Yeah, that's why I wanted to let Brian finish. Um, it's, it's worse than, 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 than we know. Oh, my God. But that's not a... a look, 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 before we go any further into the chat, yeah, I don't know everyone anything. listening, I just want to be clear on something. Their justice system is incredibly different from anything here in America. Yeah, I imagine. Um, so I'm not... You know, so I'm not supporting that statistic. I'm not saying like, yeah, it's a good, it's no. a good reason for it. I just want people to understand that. And you know, before you say anything, <laughs> do do a little bit of research. You know what I'm saying? It, it helps. It, it helped oh, yeah. me. Oh yeah, because I felt the way reading the chapter, and then I did a little bit of reading myself, and you know, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Well, can you actually like kind of surmise that like in a very quick like? It's not like if you can't. All right. So, yeah, obviously, you know, I I, I, even I don't remember, you know, every statistic or whatever. But just just comparing that this is like, you know, apples to oranges. You know what I'm saying? As far as our justice system versus theirs, their justice system is based on actually, you know, helping out, helping people, looking out for people and, you know, trying to get to the root of an issue. Now, there's also over-policing in, like, poor communities in Japan and stuff. But the the point of policing in Japan isn't to, to uh, how do I put it, oppress poor, the, the poor people in that country. They really are just trying to keep the peace, I guess, for what it's worth. But that's why I say, look, like, you know, do a little bit more research. I don't know all of the intricacies, and there's always corruption in a lot of different facets of government and of course police force and anywhere around the world is nowhere perfect mm-hmm. but compared to our country when you want when, you know when you look at certain statistics there's a lot of different reasons you know why police do the things they do mm-hmm. and i don't again I, i'm sure you can i'm sure you chris could understand what i'm saying but I, yeah. if anybody doesn't clearly get it it's a lot to do with race uh, in this country and the fact that this is a multicultural country and Japan is, you know, mostly just Japanese. So, think, you know, countries where there isn't that much, you know, isn't a, a, a large multi-ethnic community, you know, there's generally less issues in policing, mm-hmm. uh, less ethical issues. Okay. So in theory, like, just because uh, things are... Yeah, that, I don't know. That's that's as vague as I can keep it without really, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no big deal. I was just curious. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious about it. Uh, yeah, the number, numbers just, just reflect differently. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not a it's not a complete message of, oh, my God, everybody is fucking... <laughs> everybody you know, goes to put, jail. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like totalitarian, yeah. you know, you did wrong, it's over for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. I, they may, they, maybe they are a little bit strict when it comes to certain cases, you know, where they should give someone a chance. And I, I'm sure that happens plenty right. of times. Yeah. Like, I guess a 99.9%. Right. This is a serious topic. This is a really good chapter, by the way. I think we had, oh to, you my know, God. I had to discuss a few things. I'm open to conversation. If anyone asks questions, you know, I can share a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the messages, guys, holler at us. Yes, right? you know, please. Comment. 
Comment what you think. If you all right, let's get into the chapter. Yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited. Okay. Right, 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 right. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So Higurama is talking to this kid. He's representing in court. He's a lawyer. Uh, he there was uh there was a murder, and this kid found a knife. He was supposedly going. His story is that he was going to return this knife to the police when he found it. Uh, but everybody thinks that he obviously killed these people um, because he had the murder right. weapon. Uh, it's it looks pretty bad for him, honestly. Uh, and his, uh, I guess, his paralegal, the woman who works for Higurama, is basically like, "Really, you believe this story?" It's like he fled the interrogation because he was guilty, right? And like, he's like, "No." Uh, the authorities once illegally questioned him because he had acquaintances who was using drugs. Uh, so, you know, he's like, so it just happened that he just picked up a bloody knife. And uh, he's like, I know his reason. I know his reasons defied belief, but his there are his circumstances. Apparently, he like has a live in job at a nonprofit where he takes care of old people and not just like kind of old people. It's also just folks who are like, I guess it's also kind of like uh, for like the people who are dependent on drugs and stuff like that. It's an overall thing that he works at. People on parole. Right. You know what I'm saying? That can't get, you know, already have a couple strikes on their record and they're just really trying to make something of their lives and doesn't need, you know, I mean, right. get sent back to fucking prison because who does that help? No right. one. Exactly. And I get it. And this, it, this makes sense. And it sucks because, like, they also don't pay his wages. Like, he's supposed to get, like, they don't like I guess cuz he lives in there but you know he's um he lives with them he, he they give him co- pocket money and box lunches and groceries and then at the same time weirdly enough they force him to pay rent which is weird um on top of all of that yeah it's it's bizarre um so you know based on that he's like I think I'm inclined to believe that he's probably telling the truth about trying to get this knife to the police uh, I think there's a good possibility he's innocent. Uh, we then cut to uh, like these two women talking about Higurama that used to work for him, I guess. Uh, and he's just uh, they talk about like he. We get this flashback where this one guy who's uh, going to prison, I or like on trial is just weeping and telling us like, you're a liar. You said they'd find me innocent. Um, and he's lashing out at at his, you know, at at the dude uh, representing him. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, you know, and, uh, his assistant was like, uh, you, you work so hard for these people and look how they treat you. It was like, why do you work so hard for these folks? Uh, what about your mental state? Um, and Higurama's just like, I don't know, man. They're just up against the wall financially and emotionally, and they take it out on us, you know? Uh, and, you know... Yeah, it, life's fucking rough. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And not everybody has the support of, you know, cast of people around them. Right. You know? It's Somebody's got to stand up for these people, right? I mean, yeah. at least that's how he feels, and I respect that. Yeah, it's like a nice I sense of empathy. anybody. It's a nice sense of empathy from somebody, you know? It's like, yeah, I right. know they're mistreating me, but look, where are they? You know, like they're about to go to jail. You'd be pretty pissed too if you're going for you're going to jail for a crime you didn't commit. Um, so 
We then cut over to the uh, sentencing verdict thing, I guess, and uh, they find uh, his defendant innocent. And I'm like, oh, innocent, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, his paralegal's like, oh, we won, right? And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, they'll immediately Not appeal. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he said they'll immediately appeal. <clears throat> um, and uh, over time, you know, like time passes, he goes to see the kid again. I think he cut his hair. I don't know. I think that's like, I guess, how they do it in like prisons over there. Um, yeah, they gave him a buzz cut. Yeah. And they do he, that in, in these Oh, yeah, I guess too. in this one. But too. at first, when you, you, know, right, when you right. first go in. Right. Yeah, so I'm, and, I'm not sure how it is in Japan, though. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's thanking him for all his hard work, and he's like, it's don't worry, man. I mean, you know, there will be a second trial. He's trying to get, like, through all the informational thing, and this kid is just, like, breaking down to him and so grateful that he actually believed him enough to keep fighting for him. Um, and in that moment, boom. Uh, appeal hearing, second trial, guilty, life imprisonment. Uh, shit. Oh, here's the uh, here's here's the, the fucking kicker, right? No new evidence was presented. Yeah. So, <laughs> literally, this decision was made. All right, so why don't you finish the chapter, Farm? At this point, yeah. Uh, the prosecutors oh, yeah. that were like arguing against his his release uh, failed to provide new evidence, and the court passed the sentence based on the shoddy argument that there was no reason to suspect the missing person. Uh, thereby er, overturning the pre- previous <clears throat> ruling. Uh, so you know, there from there mm-hmm. on, right? There's no like, there's very little chance that they'll have a third trial because the highest court usually doesn't take a ton of cases, especially like kind of these s- smaller ones, I guess. So at this right. point, they could, yeah, yeah. At this point, this, then they take a small case like this, they'd have to take all of them. It yeah, sucks, exactly. but there is. There's a reason there's tears to it. Yeah, you know? it makes sense. Of course, it's not fair when it comes to rich people's issues, but eh, yeah. I digress, right? What are you going to do? I digress. <laughs> uh, and, uh, man, we get this one panel. It's just this kid's face just pissed. and it says, Oh, the... he, he ain't the only one with a crazy face. Oh, yeah. He says the system... But this was... Yeah. He said the system branded him guilty from the very start. And he's just looking at Higurama. And Higurama's just, like, fucking broken, you know? He's just Bro, his eyes is wide bugging. open. He can't like and not that not in astonishment or disbelief, but in pure frustration and anger mm-hmm. and dis and despair, truly. Because mm-hmm. he knows he knew what he was going. He knew the situation that he was going into. Yeah. That's why he wasn't optimistic. Yeah. Um so, and then we cut back to yeah. that flashback that we were at earlier and where his uh former paralegal is like, What about your mental state, Higurama? He says, I, I'm not trying to save the weak and powerless. Ever since I was a kid, I couldn't leave things alone, and that hasn't changed. Lady Justice wears a blindfold to represent laws and partiality, and people close their eyes to spare themselves the truth. But, in o- but even so, in order not to shake off the hands that cling to me, even if I'm the only one, I want to keep my eyes open. Uh, I guess as to say is just like, I just you know want to help people. I, I don't want to like given to the cold impartiality of the law, I guess. And, you know, have that sympathy for people and really see things like that, defend people who really need it. Um, right. And, man... That's what you would hope someone wants to be a lawyer for, right? Right. I mean, to interpret the law, practice it, and, and, and fight 
for people in right. general. Exactly. Because that's what the law is for, to protect and help people in general. Exactly. And um, it's funny because as you as you read that, um, it, it really uh, brings me back to that that uh, that excerpt that in that page uh, from Way of X that talked about how you know good laws yeah. help benefit you know humanity, and bad laws are ones that are so rigid that they can't you know be flexed or changed for, you know in order to benefit for others. Yeah. Or, or empathize, which mm-hmm. is, you know, what being human and, and, and living together in a society is all about, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's it, it's true. Feel him on that, yeah. to say the least. For real. Oh, my God. Uh, well, things take a pretty drastic turn. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All oh, right. Yeah. So this judge is like, if there are any objections, you must petition a final appeal within 15 days. And all of a sudden, bang, we hear a gavel clack. We know what time it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Higurama stands up. There's like a shadow just forming above him, and he says, Everyone come back. Big two page spread of him, and I guess this curse just standing oh, right yeah. behind him saying, We're having Fucking a retrial. He said, We're yeah. having a retrial. And uh, the chapter ends introducing culling game player Hiromi Higuruma. Oh, I'm giving it standing. Oh my god, really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Stop fucking playing. Stop fucking playing. What's the author's name again? Tabata? No, that's Black Clover. Uh, Oh, my bad. My bad. What's this dude's name? Uh, Akutami. Akutami? Akutami. Akutami. Yo, my man's... Listen, I've been have respect for you because <laughs> I, I like how you overexplain things. This is that shit. This is why we fucks with you, bro. I'm never gonna be mad about a, a, a RGC. You, know, you don't have to do well. this every oh. week. You know, what? Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Let's just do it. On, all right, on my count. All right, at, right after one. Okay. Three, two, one. Unified, Unified RGC. Certified RGC. <laughs> Certified RGC. It's, it's the bandwidth. It's we're on the internet. This is this is uh you know this is like American comic book level writing and nuance. Yeah. I don't mean I have no disrespect towards any manga artists because they make great stories, but I mean I'm talking about just reading a dialogue heavy pages one after the other and. You know, being moved by this completely one-off story. But a lot of American comics are like that. Well, sometimes they'll they'll have like this issue that's kind of like a side story mm-hmm. that where they really want to drive home a point. You see that a lot in American comics, and God damn it, yo, Ikutake, Akutami, Akutami. I'll get it. Yeah, Akutami. We don't say his name often. It's a shame that this guy might die. Excuse me. <laughs> well, I told you guys we. Would He's love one of the him. people you, they have to. Didn't hunt. I call it? Didn't I call that we oh, would love this dude? Oh, I think you were talking about the the author. It's like, wait, what? no, <laughs> no, God forbid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Didn't I tell you we would um, love this guy? Didn't I tell you we would love Higuruma? Yeah, I, you know, he was cracking so many jokes, like, cause you know, whatever. But like, man. This nigga's really about something. I mean, he stood on his own too and said, "Fuck out of here!" He didn't know he was about to 
develop a curse spirit. Oh, he grabbed his nuts and said, "I don't give a fuck. Take my law degree away, ban me from the court, lock me up, fuck out of here." But yeah, yo, you know he got a curse technique, so good for him. And we don't even know what uh, it is yet. It is wild. And you know what? If you look at the curse's eyes, it's shut. Just like the Lady Lady Liberty thing. Yeah. We have the two that, like man. scales. This is crazy cool. I, I this yeah. is like top tier Jujutsu Kaisen. It's just like interesting character. And you know this dude's power is gonna be insane. I'm so excited right. for right. to show um, out. I, I have a quick thought and then we could keep gushing about the chapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I do want to get this off real quick. So, um, regarding the, the second judgment, uh, the second court hearing, right. And how it worked out the way it did. Right. And this is what I was going to kind of talk about earlier. And this is truly more of just, I guess, an insight for me, like mm-hmm. how I feel about the situation. I don't know. I don't know exactly if this is the case, but Seeing that they have such a, a beyond, like he, like Brian said, beyond ninety nine percent. When I read that, you know, like that shit shocked me as yeah. well. But you know, it, it put two and two together and looked at it like this: he is it, this is Japan's version of a, a a product of the system, or or or, or you chalking it up to the game because they looked at like like in the words what he said, like look, there's no one else to blame here. Who are we going to do? So we're going to dismiss him and move the suspect to nobody? Nobody? Because all of the effort and, re- and, 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 and and time has been put into fixing him out to be, you know, the, the culprit. Yeah. It's very fucking shady, but it's, you know, understanding why it happened. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they was, they're trying to lock people up proactively mm-hmm. <laughs> like they are doing here in America. Yeah. Um, that's very well documented. Um, it was just, you know, it was, it's, it's their pride and their, it's their, it's their, um, dedication to perfection that we know of the Japanese culture that they're, of their work ethic and, and such, you know what I'm saying? That they even hurt themselves over, you know, health wise. Yeah. Right. That we, you know, that goes even beyond just the manga artists. I mean, people that work in the office, you know, and all, all sorts of things in the country. And, and this is one of them. And they're like, fuck out of here. We're not bringing no percentage down for this fucking low life. And it's and don't get me wrong. It is that is fucking horrible. Either way, you slice it and it's wrong. And that's why, you know, there are actual real people like Hiruma who don't have cursed techniques, but they fight. You know, they, they go really hard and have to go home after they fail and really, you know, hold that down. But they keep fighting and. You know, shout yeah. out to all y'all that do that in Japan or here in America and yeah. everywhere else that, that practices law and, and, and fights for what's right. Yeah, public you defenders, know? dude. It's yeah. it's it's tough. I don't know, man. All right, I, I said my story, yeah. man. The percentage, but they did it. Because it was. I think it was due to the, the culture of perfection. Mm-hmm. And he was a casualty of that. Yeah. That, was, that was my analysis. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I I can't really gush too much more about this. I thought this was like a magnificent introduction to a character. And, you know, we were like so off because when you first see Higurama, he kind of looks evil. You, I thought like he was like, is this yeah. a judge guy? We were like, is he, he's a judge. You know, he's just, you'd be like, law he, is perfect. <laughs> yeah, we were like going in on him. Like he's going to be real judgy and suck up. Yeah. And shit. Like, but he's the but he's man. A- He's a real ass nigga, yo. Yeah, it turns out he's the best. He's the greatest. Uh, He's getting one of these. The champ is here! 
And not to mention, yes. he has 100 points, which means he probably kills everyone here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he kills I, everyone except his client. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He has 100 points. You think the client too, baby? He said, you know what? You said those words to me. I'm I mean, you got to kill a lot of people to get 100. I, th- I don't know. I forgot, like, the value of uh, how much normal people are worth. I think they're only worth a point where sorcerers are worth right. five. So he had, to, yeah. he, has to, he had to have killed a lot of sorcerers or a lot of regular people. Uh, I didn't even think about that. I did not put two and two together like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm so interested. I hope the very next chapter is more on Higuruma. Uh, I hope the next time we see him isn't just like four chapters from now. He's so great. Right. Uh, down to his design. He's got a very simple design, but so expressive and cool. Yeah. I just love Higurama. I knew he was going to be a great character. I from like it, it was like, well executed. I mean, period. Like his design because he's he's not this slashy dude. Yeah. He's just he you could tell it, like his whole personality just oozes through him. He's he, he's not he's not this flamboyant person. You know, yeah. he doesn't have this really colorful personality. He's just about his business and his business ain't nothing really funny yeah. <laughs> or wonderful. You know, yeah, especially. Most of the time, your clients uh, take L's. Yeah, for sure. Um, Excellent chapter. For sure. Um, I, that's all I got to say about it. Uh, you guys ready to move a privilege, on? A privilege to read it. For sure. Thank you. Uh, let us move onward. Boruto. This is Boruto chapter 62, running. Uh, last we left off, Kawaki totally punked the entire sensory ninja core. Kawaki. <laughs> he ran off. I love the way you say it, man. Kawaki. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> uh, you said it just one time. Like you it was just un unprompted. <laughs> I was like, oh I try to be more impromptu. You don't like it. this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kawaki. I'm fine with Kawaki. No, I won't. I, I guess a lot more now than before when he was just you know, Oh yeah. Sasuke clone. Yeah, Sasuke Light. Uh <laughs> Diet Sasuke. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Kawaki's just running away. Boruto's the only one who understands because they're linked by fate, I guess. Uh, and it takes a, I'm, it takes like a whole eight pages for the ninja of this village to fucking believe Boruto. It's so weird. So Kawaki's going away. His clone tells Boruto to stop snitching. And he, he's like, yo, why are you making it hot for Boruto? God. So right. he, Boruto goes out to the window. And he's like, hey, Sensory Ninja, what are you doing? Kawaki's not here. He left. And the Sensory Ninja is like, shut up, stupid. I'm using my sensory powers so I can sense his chakra still in there. And uh, Boruto. First, I just thought he was like really, really stupid. But then I thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, they was kind of like he did kind of go in on him earlier that day about why are you guys, you know, following us and all of that and watching over us. So I, I get it, I guess. But it's not a complete goofball. But at the same time, it's like when someone's telling you, it's like, hey, the guy you're watching is not here. They're like, you at least go but investigate he him in there. Yeah, but you go check. He's like, you fucking with me. I, in the yeah, world of right. ninja, I don't, I don't know. I in the world of like crazy ninja <laughs> aliens now. They're like, right. well, maybe he can do something that like could trick me. 
you know wait fuck us fuck us is you doing well what you standing on top of this pole in the moonlight yeah what's it gonna help what's it gonna hurt to go inside for a minute and check (laughs) so boruto gets frustrated he leaves kawaki's clone is still vibing just like hmm (laughs) hmm uh i'm hating naruto yeah code is meanwhile this niche rich Hmm, home be a rizat okay (laughs) Code is getting directions from, uh, damn it, I keep forgetting, uh, Ada, I think her name is. I could be wrong. I keep forgetting her name. Uh, so. I will check ahead. Yeah. she He's going after her. Boruto goes downstairs and tries to tell Naruto. And he's like, hey, dad, he, Kawaki's gone. He's like, shut up, Boruto. <laughs> There's no way that's possible. <laughs> There's no way that's possible. <laughs> he said that can't be, and I'm like, it can't be, it can't be. Uh, and he's like, seriously, I think he's erasing his chakra. So he calls out to the sensory ninja, and he's like, hey, are you monitoring this kid's chakra? And he's like, yes, it's still in there. <laughs> and uh, and Naruto's like, yeah, he says it's still in there, dude. And he's like, no, it's a shadow clone. And all of a sudden, Naruto forgets how shadow clones work. Work. He's just like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, 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 this technique is different from shadow clone jutsu. Is it? Yeah, but yeah, like, it's, it's is different. it Kara clone jutsu? No, but Naruto should be able to put together in his mind. He's like, oh, shadow clones have their own chakra systems and stuff. So if Kawaki wanted to, he could replace himself with an exact shadow clone. But the difference is that like. So here's the thing. Kaoki is somehow erasing his chakra signature, right? Mm-hmm. So even if he had one clone and he put it there and he left it there, the the sensory ninja should have known that he was leaving anyway because he, he his chakra signature would still be up. Shadow clone jutsu doesn't erase that. Right. So, no, I know. Both of the clones would so, have a signature. So I guess it was something that... No, I know. My it whole was thing, different. It was different than a regular clone. My whole thing is that they're acting like Boruto's crazy. <laughs> like that that can't possibly be. Yeah, they're stretching the whole rebellious thing a bit. Like, yeah, I know Naruto is angry, but he's he's literally freaking out. <laughs> like yeah. what are they like do you think they're really gonna play around that much when they know somebody's actually out to get them? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just think that the angle was overplayed. They're, they're, yeah. I think in fairness. It makes sense. It's just whack. <laughs> just because it makes sense doesn't mean it's a great storytelling or writing. Yeah. Well, the clone, the clone disappears. And that's when Kawaki's like, fucking Boruto snitch, bitch. Uh, <laughs> but Code is just flying in the air and just pursuing uh, Kawaki. He does his belt, his, his studded Ferragamo teleportation. <laughs> And he pulls out, he just like appears out of uh, Kawaki's back. He calls Kawaki fat. And uh, he's just, uh, we cut back to Naruto. You you gain weight? I was like, what? Like, Could you I hope come? that was like a translation thing. Yeah, I just, hope he said something different in actual Japanese. Like, and so that's just mean. Please. Just call him chubby. <laughs> You're a little flabby there, aren't you? Staying with the fourth and eating food like a normal boy. Uh, so... Naruto is like going up to Kawaki's room where Boruto's like leading him. Uh, so he's like, "What? 
If you're right, then how come you're able to perceive them and our super cool sensory unit cannot? And he's like, I don't know, dog. Just believe me for a minute. Why would I lie to you about this? Uh, Why would I lie? Why would I lie? I have literally no uh, reason to. So they get there. Kawaki's clone is gone. And uh, that's when finally the fucking sensory guy pulls up and is like, his chakra disappeared. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, where? I told you that like 15 minutes ago. And uh, yeah, it's actually kind of weird three panels where like he's like, yeah, it was a shadow clone. You were totally tricked, mister. And the sensory ninja's like, what? Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, I get it. They were thrown off because they did some I know. car It just annoys me. Whatever. It just annoys me for some reason that they could be this incompetent, like that bad. Like I get you get tricked. Like you get tricked, sure. But like, don't be a dick about it. <laughs> like, not Borto has no reason to say anything. So yeah, Naruto I guess calls Shikamaru and is and informs him that Kawaki's gone. Um. So, you know, everybody's just trying to figure out ways to do it. Uh, Eno uh, deploys more of her sensory unit ninjas. Uh, Naruto informs us, like, hey, he can just, like, make his chakra undetectable. So, you know, it's going to be a little rough for the sensory ninja. Yeah. Try to use your actual eyes, too, when you're out. <laughs> not just your chakra. Hey, can you, open, right? can you so open Try your to eyes? be actual ninjas. Yeah. You don't you have stealth and reconnaissance. Yeah. Just stop yeah. standing on poles. Right, guys? <laughs> Stop hanging out on telephone phones thinking you're doing something. They should they should they should call that dog clan. Yeah, Keepers clan. Right? They can smell things for like miles or something, right? They man, they had Sasuke's odor and but they went mad deep. Yeah. Was that what happened? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they used Kiba, right? Yeah, they used Kiba. I was like, oh yeah, now I'm gonna join the fun and defeated fake Adachi. <laughs> Is that what happened? Wait, what? Kiba? It was like an attack phone, right? No. Uh, I said Kiba. I meant the no, insect man. Shino? Shino, yes. I don't remember that at all. He didn't. Oh, man. Okay, they they went to go find Sasuke again. They were all cloaked up. Oh, right, 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 right. I Remember remember that. that. Nino was like, yeah, now this time... I'm gonna be on this, the, the second Sasuke or two block, and it just didn't work. Yeah, that entire... That entire team did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. One, it gets one of these, honestly. Retroactive failure. But anyway, yeah. we cut back to uh, okay. So Boruto's like, okay, I can I can feel his presence. I'll go after him. And Naruto's like, no, Nar- no, Boruto. Us adults will handle it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why are you doing this? Just bring Boruto with you. He's pretty strong. You literally <laughs> let him fight a god last time. <laughs> uh, and he just keeps telling him to, Boruto to stay put. Naruto turns his back for a second. Boruto leaves. Just sneaks away. Uh, so, there I mean, that's his son. What can, <laughs> he can't even be that mad. Because he would have did the same thing. Yeah. I guess. But anyway... Come on, you think Naruto was listening to somebody when he was 12? No, no, no. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Boruto leaving (laughs) on his own. That's consistent with his character. The fact that Naruto didn't think that his son would do that for sure. Because Yes, that's, yeah. He did follow him. Pretty shitty dad. Yeah. You know. Not a good move. Kind of a wacko kage too. But what else? Yeah. 
Um, okay, so back to the battle with Code and Kawaki. They're fighting off. Uh, Kawaki's getting his ass whooped. Um, it's not great. So Kawaki's uh, Code is like, "What? Why did you come out here? Why did you come out here by yourself?" He's like, "I came to see you, Code." And he's like, "If I give myself up, basically, you, will you not hurt Konoha?" And he's like, <laughs> "Man, no." Yeah, fuck Kanoha. He said, I plan that? to kill at least yeah, four. He said, I I plan to kill at least four people from Kanoha. At least. At least. So, you know. So, you know, Kawaki just beats the shit out of him. And uh, the Ada girl's like, stop. Almost, can you not almost kill him? <laughs> we kind of need him. Uh, so, yeah, he explains that, like, you're actually part of my plan. The fact that you came here is just like really works out for me. So, so that I had plans for you with my belts. Yeah, I'm gonna turn into a tree or something, and you're gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> feed you to a tree. You're gonna, you're gonna make a new fruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My plan. <laughs> I will make an evil tree and create evil fruit, uh, and then I will rule the world. No, he just wants to no, destroy yeah. it. And then I guess die, <laughs> die, make new gods. I will re- yeah, re- I guess I forgot the overall plot. Maybe <laughs> I think he's supposed to no, turn no, no. into <laughs> what he needs is that he's gonna, one of these guys. He's going to use Kawaki. He's going to use like either Kawaki or Boruto to like create a new chakra fruit. Right. Yeah. So Code is really just a martyr. At yeah. The end yeah. Of the day. He's yeah. ready to die. Yeah. Which is honestly a kind of all right. No, I'm just wanting to be clear. I'm not. I'm not criticizing that. No, not for. I just sure. wanted to know where he's where he's dead. Yeah, which is kind of like a cool like villain motivation type thing. It's like right religious Farrakhan code, ready to die. Farrakhan code. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Farrakhan. Young the yeah code aka young Farragamo. Yeah, he's ready to die. Yeah, so you know. Okay. Yeah. He uh he holds uh Kawaki up. And he's like, there's someone who wants to meet you, though it really irks me that you seem to always be needed by somebody. I don't like yeah. that people like you. <laughs> because you can't kill him. He's like, God damn it. Nah. My daddy needed you. <laughs> this bitch needs you. This girl that I like needs you. This girl that, I, that, made, that made me like her. <laughs> and her dumb kid brother. <laughs> yeah, stupid fucking brother yeah yeah he tries to he starts to sink into his ferragamo belt and i see why code wants to end his life and everybody else i'm not actually i see where he's coming from yeah he gets high kicked by boruto who shows up heroically on the scene uh he says yeesh next time at least tell me where you're going will ya just so i don't get yelled at uh and that's where the chapter ends boruto could have lied no that's not true because he was worried yeah (laughs) He was worried. Uh, he should have been worried. He's about look. Kawaki was always getting his ass beat. I knew Code was strong. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't realize he really is that. Like he's mad strong. Yeah, he beat the shit. Me, quick work of Kawaki, and Kawaki's not frail, right? No, he's not frail. I wouldn't say he's. Frail. He just can't absorb chakra anymore. That's yeah, it. he can't do the chakra absorption. Uh, he didn't even shoot chakra at him. He just beat him up with his hands. Yeah. and feet. Yeah, with Taijutsu. Uh, right, remember that? <laughs> Actually, they do that a lot in Boruto. Yeah, I'll give that credit. They do it a whole lot in Boruto. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. Maybe I am uh, going a little hard on this chapter. Um, I guess it's not that bad. Shit is Boruto Z. But I feel like it's yeah, it is Boruto Z down to the, like they're just doing key blasts now. Uh, Yo, he shot. He <laughs> didn't even do a hand sign. He just said, "How about this Here one?" Kamehameha. <laughs> key blast. Uh, like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that's not necessarily a bad thing, I guess. But it's yeah, I don't know. I I just felt like I think Josh hit the nail on the head with me. It was just like the whole first section of this chapter is just so overplayed and i don't know if it's because they need a higher page <laughs> count because it's monthly so they have to do more pages <laughs> to get to right. where they need to be is this active filler <laughs> yeah <laughs> the future it could have been like maybe th- three less pages of that whole ordeal and yeah. it still would have been the same chapter uh maybe some more fighting with kawaki of him actually putting yeah. up some type of that would be cooler. Just a little bit. I agree with that. He got ragged. Yeah. Um, it didn't need to get ragged for this guy to, to for us to know he's strong. He, they could have took the I was taking you lightly approach and now let me just bust your ass real quick now that the adults came. Yeah. I'm not bugging. They could have did that. Everyone else does it. It's just, yeah, right. no, I agree. I don't hold Boruto to that high of a standard anyway. <laughs> yeah. Maybe... Maybe in this guy's world, <laughs> maybe Kishimoto still believes we all look at it like it's not so, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I still do to a degree. I think like there have been really good moments in Boruto over the last few chapters. I've really been enjoying it. And this is the first time I was just like, ah, uh, <laughs> it's back. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it's not so bad. I, maybe I am like maybe nitpicking it. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe you let me guys, let me know you guys uh, how you feel about it. Uh, Brian, you have thoughts? I think even though it was a weird chapter, I still think it was a good chapter. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe I'm going. I've, I was mostly also just trying to be funny about it. <laughs> weird doesn't uh, always equal bad. So, so I think there are weird parts of it, but there's a lot of like understandable confusion. Like, because this is still like new shit to these guys. Like, Look at the how they handled Naruto's whole situation. I mean, obviously there was a lot more freedom with how Naruto, Naruto's generation let the younger people play. But sure. Like yeah, yeah, they were able to do everything. Yeah, like but now they sent them on real nigger missions. <laughs> it's obvious that they don't want they do to be. It's always that they don't want kids to be doing shit the same way they did, just because that's not really. Healthy no, that's fair for them to be doing shit like that. I'll say this though. I think like you're right, and you know there there is like a weird, realistic confusion that would happen probably with this whole thing. But you got you got to take liberties sometimes, you know, just to keep the story moving a little bit. Because uh, yeah, it, it was just the length of it. Where the longer it went on, the more ridiculous it made the sensory unit and Naruto seem. Where it's just like, yeah, wait, what, what? Oh, it made the sensory unit seem ass and <laughs> silly and non ineffective, <laughs> ineffective, <laughs> not that great. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'll know. stop. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean that's all I gotta say. I think otherwise it's cool. Uh, it was cool to see Code do his thing. Code's like kind of growing on me as a villain just because, like, I think his overall vibe. I, I I guess like I um I enjoy just like a good zealot villain character who's just like a villain with a cause 
like almost religious cause. I think that's like kind of interesting. So does it does it remind you of the of the Holocaust documentary crave? <laughs> craze? Yeah, that's exactly what it reminds me of. Yeah, I I support my friend's podcast. Yeah, I didn't make one yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said that. Uh, so Chris, uh, a side note. So Chris on um a pop a podcast that may or may not come to be someday. Um, mentioned how apparently there was like a point in time, not sure when, that like Holocaust documentaries were kind of like uh, the craze. Like yeah. they were like just very. Like a lot of people wanted to see it, and you're I'll, talking about indie docs. Obviously. I'll take his Nothing word for major. it. I'll take my friend's word for it because I'm not really sure. Uh, because I wasn't into documentaries at the time. Whenever this was happening, oh. so it was probably true. So this is from word of like, mouth. Like a lot of History Channel documentaries or World War II documentaries or something. So you know that makes sense, I guess. But anyway, side note aside. Oh my god, I gotta sneeze. Okay, no, I'm good. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, okay. The false Never. sneeze. Uh, anyway, that's all I got to say about Borto, really. I don't want to harp that's on That's all I got to say, yeah. too. I'm super ready to move on. Yeah, me too. Uh, Brian, you ready? I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, please. Let's go. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. This is Dragon Ball Super Chapter 76, Fate of the Saiyans. Uh, last we left off with Fate of the Saiyans, uh, Vegeta and uh, and uh, the Cerulean, uh, Granola, were going off, battling, doing their thing. Uh, Vegeta unlocked a new form, which is, I guess, the, the God of Destruction uh, variant of the Ultra Instinct thing, where it's called uh, Ultra Ego. Uh Right. Yeah, he just got big burly eyebrows uh, without the hair. So he just got a very yeah. strong brow. A little out of control. Yeah, cool hair. Tad bit. Just a tad. Uh, and Granola's still putting the works on him as we start seeing in the chapter. He gets two Byakugans. Uh, and is now just like firing his cool key guns. Like pew, 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 pew. Uh, Pretty sick. Yeah, and Vegeta's just tired because this new form, he's just ripping it out now. So it's really making him exhausted, as new forms do. Uh, they only really last like three minutes or seven episodes in Dragon Ball time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but even though Vegeta is out of uh, energy and out of the form, his uh, his eyebrows are back. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not going down like a bitch. He holds on to Granola. And he's like, I'm not going to let you just fucking kill me, dude. I'm the master of my own fate. Uh, and Granola responds with just a quick punch to the face. Uh, <laughs> like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. He says, learn when to realize when you lost. <laughs> you know, it's pretty rough. And yeah, he's... probably taking out some childhood abuse on him. That his dad used to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> lost at Madden. Take that! Stop playing! Take these lumps. Stop playing again! And that's when Goku comes in, swipes him across the face, uh, and sends him flying a little bit. Uh, and uh, he's like, I'll take it from here. And Vegeta's like, no, my pride! Kicks him in the arm. It starts beating the shit out of Goku. Counterintuitive Vegeta move. You know? Typical. Right. Uh... 
And he says, there's no one there's no one I'd rather beat to hell and back than you, Kakarot. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> really? Still? Okay. All right, dude. No, I thought the point of them coming out... You, the, correct me if I'm wrong, but the point of them coming out here was to save people, right? Like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, there's this guy that just wants to fight you guys. It's like, oh, there's this guy that we need protection from. Yeah. Right? That's... But I guess that doesn't mean Vegeta agreed to go out there for that reason. No, I'm sure they went there and they were like, let's save some people. And then this guy really started showing out and they were like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's, it's all about me now. You know what? Never fucking mind the people. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, this guy's got to go. Vegeta. Yeah. So, you know. Granola's gonna come in and do his cool pressure point thing, and that's when Vegeta airbends, I guess, pushes Vegeta out of the way, uh, and knocks Goku him out temporarily. Yes. Uses the force. Yeah. Knocks him out temporarily. Oh, instinct made him a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Granola's like, I've been, I've got a, oh, wait, Goku's like, I've got a whole read on your targeting our vitals thing, and this is wild. Ooh. This is crazy, so... Uh, Granola's like, oh, is that right? And he does the whole thing where he targets vital points, but it doesn't really do much uh, because Goku's like, I now have the ability to slightly move my vital points in a way where you can't exactly hit it exactly where you want it. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't know how vital points work. Like I thought I did prior to this chapter my whole life. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, he's not even like Ultra Instinct doing this. This is his Super Saiyan Blue form. Is like, I'm moving my liver well, slightly to the left. I really do. I couldn't tell. I couldn't <laughs> know. I, I'm serious. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Just know whenever this screen tone is on, this Super Saiyan Blue. Uh, what? On his hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can oh. see it. Yeah. The dots and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's the thing. All right. Yeah, so he, yeah, it's fucking wild. Uh, like, imagine being able to move your pancreas slightly to the left. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, that's what vital points are, right? Your veins and stuff, so that. Yeah. Like, is he, like, moving himself bi- not that biologically? Much. He says, I can only move my pancreas a little bit. Oh. I can't move just my, all. I can only move my liver literally. So, so there's a caveat to this. Yeah. Okay. He can't literally just put his heart here. And his gallbladder here, you know? Just for a second, though. Yeah. So that makes it balanced and realistic. Yeah. You know what? Let's drop the word realistic. It's just still silly. It doesn't have to be <laughs> yeah, realistic. Realistic he's is... He's got his, uh, you know... Realistic I mean, is real charitable. guy's fucking hair. Yeah, realistic okay. is real charitable. To, to call it... <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly charitable. Yeah. Good word. Um, Vegeta wakes up and is like... Damn it. Kakarot. <laughs> uh, Goku continues to get his ass beat by Granola. Uh, and he's like, damn, my body won't last much longer. I can't move my pancreas that much. Uh, and that's when Vegeta comes in. He's like, I'm tagging in again. So, you know, Vegeta, Goku's like, why are you so obsessed with doing this alone all the time? He's like, Goku, you do this alone all the time. It's Vegeta's turn. Uh so Vegeta goes up and he's about to battle. Uh, he turns back into his uh, ultra ego form 
and um, continues the battle with Granola. Uh, he forces him into the Shigarian territory of the planet. And uh, this is where Granola actually kind of, you know, gets a little tight. He's like, not here, damn it. And he's like, oh, I thought you didn't care about anything. I thought you just wanted revenge. Uh, that is what Granola said. Yeah. That is what he said. Yeah. I, and he I said, can confirm that. Yeah. And he just keeps shooting him. And he's like, he, he brings Vegeta to the ground. He's like, haha, you can't do, you can't do your cool key blasts while I'm down here, can you? And he's like, at this range, I could just shoot you real fast. Uh, just knocking down. He Vegeta. sure does. I mean, I thought Vegeta was dead after this. I thought that this was gonna be the Vegeta Vegeta died chapter slash arc. Yeah. No, for sure. (laughs) It's actually kind of funny because you can see in Vegeta's eyes like, oh, I grossly miscalculated this situation. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm not ready for this. He's like, oh, I'm usually very smart. This was not a good. This was not a good look for me. Uh, So, yeah, Granella, I guess, runs out of energy. He's he's done all he can. Uh, One of his eyes is no longer the Bayakugan. So, you know, he's he's exhausted. And he slumps backward on his chair. Oh, not on the chair, on the ground. And then behind him, there's like this window that shatters. And there's still a Shigarian uh, mother with her child. Uh, and they're just terrified. Uh, he gets a flashback as to when to the Saiyans attacked. And uh, he's looking for his mom as a kid. Uh, his mom and him are shaking. And it kind of brings him back to that moment. Uh Reminding him of his mom, holding him in his arms, terrified. And he's like, no, I've become what I hate the most. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, uh, don't like it, do you? Do it, doing, becoming what you hate, huh? I got, I took a thematical ass whooping. <laughs> just so you sure can did. learn. <laughs> just so you can learn your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to high horse him as he's limping, arms <laughs> broken. Like uh, Vegeta, he's desperately like. Maybe you should just stop talking. That's right. I broke my jaw for you, just <laughs> so you can understand what happened here. Like uh, maybe he's gonna go lay down, bro. Yeah, he's about to die. Uh, and and uh, Granola's like, "You took everything from us." He also air bends Vegeta away. Uh, and Vegeta's like just down on the ground. Granola's going, hey, I'm about to use his ultimate technique. He's about to summon all of his power. And like he's like, I'm willing to die for this shit. Yes. <laughs> just to take you down. <laughs> and he said, I guess my revenge against Frieza will have to wait until we're both in hell. <laughs> Yo, that was pretty gangster, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. He was ready to he was ready to die as well. Yeah. So ooh, who do you think is more ready to die? Um, him or code? Mm. That's a good question. Well, Personally, probably this guy. I'm gonna go code. Hmm. Well, code isn't well, ready to die. He wants to my, like, fulfill my, a goal. Sure, but then he he'll die. Like his yes. ultimate goal is to do that or die trying. Yeah, but that's the thing is that Granola doesn't even want to do his original goal anymore. He just wants to kill Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know what? In the moment, you know what? It's, it's like overall versus versus like you know macro versus the micro. Like, which I I gotta lie, I ain't gonna lie. I think I I agree with you, man. Yeah. He's 
he said, "Fuck it." He threw. All, he went mad hard to get all of two Dragon Balls. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and he said, "Fuck, I'm gonna throw that all out just mm. to kill you." There's a whole nother saying over there. Yeah, freezer <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. Well, I'm, I'm kill three you, de- nigga. I'm three <laughs> degrees removed from Frieza in my mind. I'm quitting here. I'm quitting at the first <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah, and I accepted that just to take your ass out. Yeah, who <laughs> I was too spicy to me. <laughs> who was I? Was, I was already doing a pretty good job of whooping your ass. I'm gonna use all my power to eradicate every cell of your body. <laughs> <laughs> Make it for sure, for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, right. then like, right, then I guess like runner up goes to Vegeta because Vegeta's like, I guess this is it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I'm not gonna try to run away or nothing because I ain't. I was never raised that way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> never I can't been about that. I can't run away. I tore my ACL in this battle, so. My knees are busted up. I can't do it. So I guess I'm just gonna have to take this shit. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna die later, anyways, <laughs> due to all of these wounds. So whatever. Yeah. So Goku's about to do something. Tell me what you got? <laughs> he burst, Goku bursts into action, and then also behind him is Oatmeal, uh, who I guess is the ship this entire time. Oatmeal pulls. No, up. it's the fucking. No, Nemetian. the old man's name. Ryan was right. No, the old man's name is Monido. Oh. Oops. Oh. Oops. All right. Derp. All right. All right. Derp. Oatmeal. <laughs> you get one of those. <laughs> so oatmeal flies. My, off. my theory is is that oatmeal is actually a cerulean hidden in the cockpit somewhere. <laughs> How? Like, like granola doesn't know that there's a little man in there, <laughs> but it's gonna get revealed that there's a little man in that shit. Oh, it's the God, lucky- I hope that's the case. It's the lucky that would charm. Really make me happy. It's the lucky charm cerulean. He's just a tiny little man. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Mon- Monido, the Namekian that lives on this planet with uh, Granola, is riding inside of the oatmeal ship, um, and he pulls up to try to be like, "Stop it, Granola! <laughs> Knock it off!" Yo, he he pulls a Vegeta to sell. That's yeah. that's Vegeta's karma coming back from in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember, Gohan was losing, and mm-hmm. Vegeta. Came annoyed Cell real quick. It's like Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Goku comes in and does a good tackle on uh, just like a good like legal yeah, hit. In that one moment, he was distracted by his yeah. He delivers a good uh, NFL legal hit on <laughs> on Granola. Mm-hmm. Granola. Yeah, like a linebacker. Man. Yeah, nice. Granola goes down, uh, and Vegeta's like, "Oh, thank God," <laughs> and. Uh, Basically, like you again. Uh, Monido comes down and is like, uh, he's like, why don't you? Why do you interfere, Monido? Stand back and let me finish this. And Monido, in the worst possible time, is like, I guess I should have mentioned this before, but there was one saying that did not earn your vengeance. And he's like, what are you talking about? They, I hate them all. They're all bad. And Monaito's like, 40 years ago, the one who actually saved us was a Saiyan named Bardock. There had to be a reason he left it for him. I'm not going to accept that he just didn't tell him. Yeah. Because, oh, well, you were so mad at things already, you wouldn't understand. I. That's not enough. 
Yeah. Goku. Those are all of my thoughts for this chapter. Goku doesn't know who that is, but Vegeta's like, whoa. Uh, and Granola. Goku doesn't know who his dad is? He never met his dad in any capacity. I, I thought he knew nope. of him. Nope. Never knew his name. Never knew his whole backstory. Never knew anything. Oh, this is pretty cool. This is, yeah, this this is the first time Goku will be hearing about his dad. Uh, by the way, this chapter ends with Granola being like, uh, 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 Saiyan? It can't be. And that's where it ends. He's got the anger vein. <laughs> yeah. He's sick. So mad. <laughs> Vegeta's dying. He's yeah. really, really hurt. He's just like, uh, uh, Bardock. Uh, <laughs> Bardock. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe The internal bleeding. Uh, don't surprise me. It hurts to be surprised. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, th- yeah. Now that I think about it, that's a cool thing. Is Goku's finally going to learn about his dad. Uh, that is pretty lit. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's been a bit of an alteration in terms of how the Saiyans went down because of the Broly movie. So we don't know all that. Bardock's story seems to be largely unchanged, but yeah, I think it's uh, interesting to see like he was always a good Saiyan, I guess. Uh, and I knew this was coming because obviously it was foreshadowed. Like in Granola's first like flashback to when the Saiyans were destroying him, you see the big ape with Bardock's scar, and I was like, oh, Bardock. <laughs> that's obviously <laughs> gonna come back. Um, yeah, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that though. But that was a ni- that was a nice, uh, that was a nice catch. Yo, I'm bugging right now. What? I'm really bugging right now. But <laughs> oh man, oh uh, the rivalry. Come on, how could I have not? I just realized. Like, wait, is that a giant hat? This whole time. Oh, yeah. Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes, please, and please, he did, he did, he did his thing. He 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 played well. He this played so into the NFL. The podcast, one time, the East podcast. The one time he played well, the rest of the team just tanked it. <laughs> the defense fell apart at the wrong time. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk. This about nigga, that. that quarterback's not that good. No, he's swear not. to God, Heineke, he's not that good. Swear he's to God, not that fucking guy. Sweet ass nigga. Let me stop. You sweet. You a lady boy. You a ladies he's a man. He's a lady. He a ladies man. <laughs> he's a ladies man. <laughs> All them guns and he gonna never shoot nothing, man. Nah, he was firing off that night. I ain't gonna hold you. His uh, his last game was pretty cool when he came in. Yeah. When um, yeah, he's cool. It's Patrick, yeah, yeah. Fuck Heineke. <laughs> Fuck Washington. Yeah, I'm on. Un- I'm unaffiliated with any anybody. I just have a lot of hats. Anyway, Dragon Ball Super, everyone. Uh, I thought this chapter was cool. Uh, reading it, it was like, I was like, why? But also, I was like, this is very Dragon Ball in a way. And I did like, uh, kind of like, although we had fun with Vegeta being injured to teach it a lesson. Uh, <laughs> it is a cool way for him to, uh, like, teach. It's very much in his character to, like, I will teach you through combat. You will understand the error of your ways by how badly I beat your ass or you beat my ass. Whichever one, there will be an ass beat. 
Uh, and Granola can relate because, again, daddy issues. You know? Yes. Obviously, the dad wasn't around. They probably ran away from him. That's why he's always known abuse. Yeah. Wait, Vegeta's? Um, him and Granola. No, Granola ran away. That's that's my head. No, Vegeta's for died. Family situation. No, I'm saying they both relate because they both had daddy issues. Yeah, that's true. That's a real thing. They definitely yes, have. That's daddy what issues. I'm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did enjoy this chapter. Um, overall, uh, I'm. I'm hoping that Vegeta gets more big moments like this because uh, he's. Uh, it feels like sometimes he's the only developing character left. Well, where he's begging for death, or no, where he, you know, he gets to be like kind of this more mature, bigger man type stance. Even though he probably would have lost regardless, but you know, he is okay. He is not. He's not always been. I'm the bigger man in this situation type of guy, right? So, you know, if I can't beat your ass physically i'll morally beat your ass uh that's uh that's that's that stance but i don't know that's all i gotta say about dragon ball super brian do you have any thoughts on uh dragon ball super i'm gonna take that as a no i suppose uh, it's a super negative yeah in any case well if anything brian will come back on when he can um let's move onward black clover this is black clover chapter 306 uh hold on i'm gonna say it now this was actually the runner-up for igc Hmm, interesting interesting um yeah last we left off uh you know jordan was like reconnecting with his scotty uh funeral uh, and it's interesting. You're right. This is a very good chapter. <laughs> I will say that because it all just came together into my head as to why. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he just shot the shit out of uh, Zeno, what like a big bullet hole in his chest, directly through his chest. Very perfect circle. Uh, Zeno didn't. He's like, whoa, that was fast. Dang! <laughs> like I knew, I knew something was coming at me, but. Bef- yeah. Before I could do anything, but, what, what, when I thought what, while I was thinking it happened, it already happened. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know how else to articulate that. Yeah, that's how fast it was. Yeah, he didn't get the process. Yeah, he's like right now still thinking about it, and um, like did it did it hit me already? And he looked at below and he said, "Oh whoa. shit, <laughs> whoa!" I've never seen a perfect circle before. Definitely <laughs> 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 my life. <laughs> That's wow. crazy. Oh, I get the now I can die. Now I can <laughs> die peacefully. <laughs> uh, we get his flashback. Zeno was actually like kind of picked on as a kid uh, for yeah, it's like, yeah, because you know he was like having I guess, weirdo magic. Yeah, it being the run fucking to the weirdo with your bone sticking on your body, huh, stupid cream? Kimimaru ripoff, huh? You like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know. He's getting bullied, and then just some uh, fire mage pulls up and defends him. Looks a lot like Asta, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, he defends kinda him. Kind of reminds me of the... Uh, whatever. What? Remind, he kind of looks like the fire mage a little bit. That's true, too. Nafoy Goldion, the younger one. Um, damn. I forget his name. Leo? Yeah, there's two kids named Leo in your family, basically. It's Fuego Leon and Leo. Yeah. Leopold. 
Yeah. Leopold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Shout out to him. Mario Leona. These people like lions. Yeah, Le- <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. That's the thing. That's their whole thing. All three of them. Yeah. Thank goodness nobody other, no one else is named, because I think he ran out of Leo names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, can't have more, we can't have more kids. I ran out of Leo names. It's all right. That, that's it from the clan. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. So this kid is like, you know, is like, there's never ending rebellion going on. But you know what? Everything's going to change because I'm going to be the wizard. I mean, commander in chief of the mage defense force. Uh, I would have said Hokage. You're better than me. Yeah. By at least sticking to the right series. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Me too. I also want to be the Hokage, the wizard king, the king of the part, the commander." Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> the, the head guy, the head guy that the protagonist, uh, the big yeah. boss, big boss man. <laughs> and uh, you know, they're like, "Oh, cool. I guess we're rivals." I guess that means. <laughs> We rock. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. Yeah, so see, yeah. that's why I should watch the YouTube videos. So I can see cool shit like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when y'all pull up to that YouTube video, why don't you leave a like and then let us know in the comments how you digging this Black Clover chapter oh, and the yeah. rest of the podcast. And also oh, subscribe yeah. while you're at it. Anyway. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, look hey, at me. Hey. I love you. Call to actions. They apparently help, apparently. Uh, All right. <laughs> So these kids start training. You know, they're training together. They're getting stronger together. Everything's cool. They make it. Cool into the, stuff. They get right? into the military. His name is Xenon. I've been calling him Zeno the entire time. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, they're like, I'm not losing this time, Xenon. And he's like, well, I'm not losing this either, Alan. <laughs> oh, no, he's like, there's no winning or losing. He said there's no winning or yeah. losing. Which is a very you know thing to say. There's obviously a parallel being drawn between you know and Asta and Zeno. Ooh, and I actually didn't. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Ugh. I guess it was so in 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 your face that I just didn't see it for what it was. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Anyway, they're fighting this demon, and this demon is like, Rah, "I've killed all." It's a devil, demons. actually. Oh, yeah. A whole devil. Yeah. And he's like, so it's way worse than any demon. To be fair, it's yeah. not that some shit you, fu- you know. Yeah. This was a, this was a catastrophe. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Uh, yeah, no, it was really. Bad. It's like nine eleven. You know, like <laughs> no yeah. joke. I'm no, not. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I'm serious. This is a very big deal. Like like a tsunami or natural disaster. Yeah. Just in devil form. Yeah, it's just a thing that runs around. And he's laughing at everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but Asta, I mean, um, Alan Fire. His what? name is Alan. Alan pulls up and is like, "Fire sword man." Yeah, he cool. goes like, "Ooh, I guess I'm gonna have to use my fire sword parallel to go attack this guy." Uh. And he goes, it's a sword like us. Oh my god! Yeah, how did I not see that? Yeah, it's okay. It's it's uh, it's not all the way the same dynamic, I guess, but it's more like also a parallel to Hill to him and how uh, he finished him with Finral, uh, not Finral, uh, Langris is his name, uh, right. So, okay, so this demon, he, he goes up against this devil, and uh, while the devil is 
uh, distracted with Alan, he starts thinking, he's like, this is my only chance. If I can fire, if I fire now, I can kill the devil along with Alan. If I don't do it, we'll all die. And the damage will spread to the Spade Kingdom too. I have to make the ultimate choice. And then he just basically like impales both Alan and the devil. Uh, and he says, without power, neither emotions nor tenacity mean a thing. And I, he kill, he manages to kill the both the demon and Alan, and he's just like weeping, just crying. Yeah, this is a very well drawn picture, and I actually felt a lot of emotion out of it. This is uh, this is overall a, a well executed chapter, and I'll, I'll share my thoughts later. But yeah. this is a very good picture. I mean, it sold it. It sold it for me. I was kind of like, eh, all right, you whatever, you killed your friend. And then I seen the picture, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. All right, I get it. He. This is not something he was cool with doing at all. Yeah. There's no way around it and it kind of shaped the way he he, you know, looked at things after it. Yeah. Well done. And it was in that moment he went to his big brother <clears throat> and he asked him to make him a devil host. And then we cut to the present where uh Xenon is making a deal with Beelzebub, which is assumingly by his name and the significance of how Beelzebub is literally Satan probably one of the strongest devils in the series if not probably the strongest um so that's in so in japanese that's like satan no beelzebub is uh like more of a latin thing i think it's like a like biblical name for satan um so oh okay but yeah this is devil devil yeah devil devil christian judeo christian judeo devil (laughs) uh and he's like beelzebub let's make a deal and that's where the chapter ends uh, do you want to say your thoughts before I say mine? Yeah, this is a uh, Black Clover doesn't usually do really well with these type of chapters where they kind of like build up uh, specifically the villains. It just it's, it's usually sometimes it just kind of seems uh, very like uh, just I don't know hand wavy or whatever. Like okay, here's the backstory, so you care like. It seems really obligatory, mm-hmm. whereas, I don't know, this is one of the first times I felt not connected with a villain, but um, I totally understand what led him to do and act the way he does. He was always a serious guy, but earlier in the chapter, you know, he turned against his family, you know, um, and what, you know, and the, and the you know, the, the, the devil ritual practices to pursue what he wanted to pursue. Which, you know, I guess, I guess it showed, like, you know, he was someone I, I, at first that <clears throat> that cared and had heart and didn't want to just give in to doing whatever. You know, he had ideals and, and, and figured that, yeah, that's like a not, that there's no justification to that end. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the means aren't worth that end. And then went through some catastrophic shit and then came to the realization that, you know what, those means do, uh, are worth those ends and... I don't agree with that in general or how people act like that around the world, but that's real. I can understand it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's And it made me care about the character a little bit more. Agreed. This is like the first... Yeah, depth. Yeah, this is the first sympathetic backstory to the Dark Triad members. Like, I think the other guys are just literally dickhead villains. This is the first one that they've, like... Oh, the only one that they've made an attempt to, like... Make it make him uh, more of a sympathetic kind of guy. Um, I mean, he smoked his best friend. Yeah, and it's a clear mirror to just what happened with him and Finral, because Finral was literally not Finral. Sorry, I keep calling him Finral. Langris was literally just in the same situation 
where he was charging at Xenon and uh and uh you know managed to like circumvent him entirely and still hit uh Zeno. It was uh pretty I think I think like that's a purposeful thing is that Xenon took the easy way out and just like went through straight his friend to get mm. to his demon and you know just like got stronger on his own and just like went and saved both his friend right. and killed the guy. You know, like did his job. And and I I really agree with you because this guy obviously has immense talent. Mm-hmm. Um with his bone magic. Like he may not be, you know, he may not have a, a elemental spirit with him, but he was strong enough to take out a devil on his own. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's been able to do that without the help of Asta. Uh, Magna. <laughs> Even if it's a lower level. Oh, you know what? They killed a lot of lower level devils uh, during this. Oh, yeah, Magna. And he killed a devil host at that. So it's. He boxed out a devil <clears throat> host. <laughs> right. I guess I'm trying to say is that he, he wasn't no regular ass mage. He was really strong. Yeah, no, he was. Uh, in general. So he probably could have figured something out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way you know can. You know could have. Um, yeah. A parallel in that regard. I didn't think about that either, man. Yeah, and you know, the, the, they're pulling like Xenon. Is that juxtaposition? Be... Is that what you call it? I think it? so. Is I that... think so. I think that's the word. Yeah, I... You're supposed to know. You're the English yeah, major. I don't know man. all. I'm not an English major. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you English arts, the arts. Mm. Mm, that means I know words. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I should know. I don't. It means you're articulate. I, I I'll, I'll tell you this. I think it. I think it is the right word. I could be wrong. I think it is juxtaposition. And I think, like, Xenon is supposed to be, like, a Yuno gone wrong, you know? Because he has the same bond with this Alan kid that Yuno has with Asta. They both wanted to be the top dog. He just, like, didn't have that same respect for that rivalry and that friendship that Yuno has with Asta, which allowed him Where to... he'd let the world burn before he killed his best friend. Yeah, wait, 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 <laughs> be frank. <laughs> Well, he, he would like, let well, the world burn strange. before he thought that like Asta couldn't do something. Like he probably, like you know, in that situation, would probably be like, "Don't underestimate Alan," <laughs> you know. <laughs> As Alan True. just gets smirked by yeah. this <laughs> devil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he he would have watched Alan die first, and then shot, the, and then been like, "All right, well, <laughs> don't do underestimate, <laughs> don't underestimate Al." No. I gambled and I lost. Nah, you can't win them all. Anyway, arrow. Yeah. Uh, but that was I like this chapter a lot. I thought it was. I, I thought so too. I, I thought it was a uh, uh, technically sound, and that means a lot coming from Black Clover, where it's not always a uh, technical. Yeah, Black Clover's had moments lately. I, I've been enjoying it more and more as uh, time goes on. Um, but that's it's all. not flip flopping at the end like a lot of of my other beloved series, so I appreciate that. I mean, it just truly is like one of the final arcs. Yeah. The so, hey, that's got a lot of merit, man. Honestly, we can't say the same for Naruto or Bleach. Hmm. Mm. My opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't disagree. definitely Bleach. I don't know how you felt about Naruto's and then the, Yeah, no, I don't disagree entirely. In any case, that's all I got to say about Black Clover. Um, you ready? You ready to uh, move on to our final? Yes. Yes. Let's do it. <clears throat> Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter Seventy Nine. In spite of, in spite of that, comma I. 
uh, we start off with a little flashback of what Andy in was doing. Of that. Yeah, Andy was mm. just like walking around, you know, with his shirt off, having a boba tea, and then he noticed Fuko for the first time. <laughs> and he's like, at, at first I was trying to mess, in, mess with her, but... Uh, and then we cut back to the present um, where Andy is facing off against uh, Rip and uh, Latla and the bunny kid whose name I don't really know. Um, Shen and um, Mui, I think her name is, are with him. Uh, they start to battle off. He's like, I won't let you see Fuko. He, uh, le- he lets off a big air blade thing from his artifact and uh, Shen blocks it. Uh, so, you know, he's like, I'll hold him off, Andy. You go. Um, so another individual battle set up for the most part. Uh, but, you know, what's his face? Rip. Sorry. I'm not used to saying these guys' names. Uh, Rip does his big old, like, crescent rain technique, which I think he uses in conjunction with Latla's power. Um which is not clear yet exactly because they never revealed what no, but what is she seemed to kind of increase the abundance of the attack, like made more of it. No, he does. No, it, it, he <clears throat> did a bunch and he was like aiming it at Lala and Lala. Once it reached her general area, it zoomed off and like away from her and towards Andy. So I think, and, yeah, like, it made it spread more. I, okay. I guess I thought she, made more slashes but she he just got spread out yeah after it went to her that was interesting yeah uh it's kind of interesting we don't know what her uh negation is yet so it'll take a minute to f- figure out um but andy gets cut by one of the blades while saving huis uh which is bad because yeah he can't, he can't fucking uh yeah, repair he can't uh, heal it's like super effective against him yeah super duper effective Although they did find a way around it, so yeah. Um, as Andy's sitting on the ground, he can't really do uh, anything uh, to to heal because Andy's undead will is just an attempt at the concept of repairing, which Rip negates, so he can't really heal like that. Um, yeah. So you know, Andy thinks in his head is like, "I was fueled by curiosity, but once I saw that meteor- meteorite." I thought I stood a chance of actually dying. That's why I hit on her. That's why I protected her. But then I soon realized that I was sure that not even you could kill me. But in spite of that, dot, 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 in spite of that, I, I want to see you. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a kind of a touching moment. Uh, Rip reminds him, is like, You're cut, you cutting off sections of your body to attack is an act of repair. So, you know, it's, it's not going to work for you. And it, pro- it didn't work on you before because you didn't understand the rules of my power. And now that you do, it totally fucking works. Uh, it's very much like... Oh, yeah, because they said that, right? Like the Oh, like Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen is similar. Is that <clears throat> the more you know about a technique, the more you're likely to fall into it. Uh, so he says, sorry, but Andy looks up. He says, sorry, bud, I'm going up. And he decapitates himself and sends himself flying. Uh... And I don't know how this works, but he's able to heal himself again. Because um, it kind of goes against the whole, like, repair rule that we just kind of learned. I think it's the wording. It, 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 it... Cutting off sections I of think... your body is an attack. To attack is an act of repair to you. Maybe he's not attacking. 
Maybe it's because he's not attacking. He's launching himself away. I don't know. It feels weird. Yeah, because he literally says, he says you it won't has no be fucking... able to do that anymore. That, I don't know why. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. it, it I, I thought he was trying to imply that, yeah, like your fight style is bad against me because I'm going to cut you up anyway and you won't be able to cut those pieces of your body off to launch yourself. And I, I thought he, when I read it myself, I thought what, what he was implying was that like, you, you, I'm going to defeat you because I'm such a bad matchup for you. Not really that your abilities will never work again, but that's literally what he's saying in his text. Like, yeah, yeah, that strategy you made up before that you just did in the future, a couple pages ahead now. <laughs> yeah, it won't work, and they just did, so it was weird. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Not, I don't get not it. very technically sound, but it looked awesome. Well, when he does it, you see a little like bubble where Rip's thinking to himself, It really has no effect on you, huh? And so I was, he was just talking shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it is weird. I definitely don't get it. But anyway, Andy's up, and he's like, he shouts out to Tatiana and to give him a hand, and Tatiana uses her untouchable to, uh, to or her body armor to launch Andy up higher, and, um, you know, uh, the Tele guy is like, and undead... What are Rip and the others even doing? And uh, Sphere Dude, like, uh, d- stops Tele from reacting, and he says, uh, "says Don't go getting in the way of romance." It's pretty cool. Um, and uh, Andy says, as he's like launching himself upward, he says, "Sheesh, I used to be content with just winning your heart." And then he uh, reaches the top of the tower. And you see that he removes the card from his head, which usually like awakens uh, Victor. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck does he look like that? Oh yeah, because he got burnt half his body, right? Something like that. No, yeah, he got cut up a bunch. No, I'm talking about. Uh, Billy, oh yeah, man. Billy. Yeah, Billy did. I was like, what the fuck happened to the mm. face? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I'm like, is his power transforming him or something? No. Did I miss something? No. But yeah, no, I, I remember that. He he uh he he had to hold that down just to take off this girl's arm. Yeah, and we end in a two-page spread where Andy is about to, I guess, launch his arm as he says to Fuko, "Hey, ya, Fuko, I love ya." Oh, you're like so much older than she is, and that's where the chapter ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go through that again. But yeah, you are right. You already know. Anyway, that's uh, undead unluck. I uh, the rip stuff is kind of weird. Uh, I don't know. I I guess I'm willing to kind of sort of let it slide. Uh, hopefully, they'll just go into more detail next chapter. Um, but you know, I like the general sentiment of the chapter. You know, like the idea that even though Andy realized a long time ago, even probably before we knew it, he knew that, like, yeah, it's not going to be her either. Uh, but you know what? I still <laughs> yeah. want to be around her. And... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably never going to die. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. My one but it's goal. okay. At least I have someone I really love now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, aside from the creepiness of the general situation in context <laughs> of the story, sure. yeah. this would be a nicer story if that was the case. Uh, but whatever. I don't know. Uh, I don't have a whole ton of thoughts. I thought it was like 
fine. I thought it was good. Not as good as like the previous chapters have been, but hopefully now that we're getting into more of the individual battles, that'll change. We'll probably get more backstory on uh, the, the the guy who's fighting Tele, you know, the guy with the spheres. I'd like to see what he's about. Uh, yeah, I hope they don't skip any of these battles. We, I want all of these one-on-ones, well, you know, matchups. Yeah, I don't think they will. I want them all. I really want to see Rip versus um, uh, Shen. I think that's one. That's gonna be one hell of a matchup. Yeah, Shen ain't. Well, I don't think he's scared of Rip at all. He oh just, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously you should be scared of Rip. Period. But yeah, Shen he, and Louis. You know, he ain't soft, man. He's like nigga. I can fight. Yeah. I don't know about you. You yeah. may have a real fancy ability, but nigga, I guess it. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know and if you I'm saw that last already. arc. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't know if you've seen that last arc, but I got it in. <clears throat> Um, do you think Undead Unluck is ending pretty soon? I feel I don't know where else you go. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there could be a. There is always the whole threat of God. I think that yeah. that could be a, a no, whole, obviously. at least another arc. Yeah, no, the fight. I'm. I guess like after this, do you think it'll be the final arc? Because mm-hmm. it feels like we're wrapping up. I think so. Yeah, um, uh, unless a brand new element is introduced after this, a, a brand new mystery. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's different ways they could go. I'd like to think that this series continuing is completely based on its popularity, similar to Dragon Ball. Yeah, it was supposed to end at the Cell Saga, right? And they was like, "Please keep going," and they said, "Fuck it," and made a whole another arc. So yeah, well, it's funny. No, it's- From what I understand, uh, Undead Unluck middles, you know, around. It doesn't. It. I don't know if how many. Yeah, I remember last around. time. But it middles around. It. It'll probably like survive enough, but. I don't know. I feel like the series has just been like on fast forward sometimes. So we, he might have had to have yeah. pushed it way ahead of it, where it was supposed to be. It's been on a sprint since the situation with Fall. Mm-hmm. But ever uh, since Billy betrayed them, yeah. basically. I'm honestly fine with it. I'm I'm hoping that he can at least end it in a good way, where or the way that he wanted it to. Um, yeah. But Ooh, excuse me. Yeah, but that's all I got to say about Undead Unluck. Uh, you you uh, all good? Yeah, I'm good. Well, that has been our show. Oh, my goodness. Thank you guys so much for listening, as per usual. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal, at JDCole underscore 37, at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City Pod at, G- oh, no, at New Jump City. Just at New Jump City. Uh, and uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com uh, with all your questions, suggestions, and comments or whatever. Or you can comment below on whatever YouTube video you're watching. Uh, and while you're at it, subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, we work really hard on it, and uh, it'll be fun uh, you know, to have a little community brewing. So you know, subscribe, share the videos, like them. You know, help, us, uh, help us get on the almighty algorithm. Same thing for the audio. Word up, man. Uh, audio versions usually come out first, so if you uh, want to check those out, you could uh, find them wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, uh, the whole nine yards. So, you know, get on that. Uh, I think that's it. Leave us a five-star review on those uh, podcasting platforms, and uh, we'll see you guys in uh, maybe in a few days. Uh, we'll, we'll do a double week this week. It'll be fun. Um, stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening.